0: Good afternoon, patriots, and we're running a little late today, but we're going to just keep on trucking. I was working on a some documentary filming for Mike Adams, and so things ran a little bit behind, so we're going to do a regular show, be about 11 minutes behind schedule, but that should be just fine. Before we begin, make sure you're taking good care of your health and your immune system. We are surrounded by the stresses and the environmental issues that are challenging our immune systems. And keeping our immune systems strong is essential to maintaining a strong position in this fight. Expedition Coffee was designed specifically to not only give you that energy boost you need that will sustain you across the entire day, while boosting your immune system and help maintain a mental focus throughout the day. You can find Expedition Coffee, X-P-E-D, Expedition Coffee at expeditioncoffee.com. And there you'll also find a full range of products that are designed to work as a full health ecosystem, all designed to reclaim your personal health sovereignty. Those products include the Gut Health Triad, which helps heal and seal your gut. Leaky gut is one of the critical causes of sickness in our nation. You also have Immune XP, which is an immune booster based on pine cone extract with high levels of vitamin C. Earth, which is a nutrient powder, giving your body a full complement of nutrients you need. Just mix it with water, drink it like a shake. Do that once a day. And Pure 47, one of the most refined silver extracts on the market that can isolate most of the pathogens that you'll encounter. The products on ExpeditionCoffee.com are all designed to give you back the strength in your immune system to not only endure the challenges to the immune system but to dominate and to rise above to reclaim your true health sovereignty. So check out Expedition, X-P-E-D, ExpeditionCoffee.com. Well, patriots, if the world could get crazier... It has, it continues to, as now we hear that private equity vultures are targeting trailer parks, hiking rents, and neglecting repairs. That should come as no surprise these people in power are doing everything they can to squeeze out every last dime that they can. And if for those that are all excited about the military will take control, well, Here's the thing. In Sri Lanka, they did. And here's what's happening. Now, with them in control, working with civilian agencies, they have now issued digital IDs that everybody must use in order to get a ration of gas. Soon to follow will be food and probably money as well. So I caution you always to be careful what you wish for. This thing isn't going to be solved by anybody other than ourselves. And as far as Tweedledee and Tweedledum in the White House, Biden has been bragging about his minuscule gas savings, and he did so with a misspelling in his tweet. How much better does that get? Seriously. This is really a clown show, but they're not playing, and this isn't a circus event where they get to play. These are our lives that we're dealing with, and there's a lot at stake. I, you know, if you aren't aware, and it's it's important to understand this, there is a drug now that they're issuing for those that are caught or getting sick after they've taken the vaccine. Of course, if they've taken the vaccine and they get sick, they think it's still COVID. They think it's this new vicious strain. But this drug that they're talking about here is called Pax Le- Levid, Pax Levid. And Paxlovid, as a drug, is a combination of two drugs. And what those are is it's a one drug that is. Let me find it here because it's one drug is is designed to re, go after it's go after the immune system, and the other drug is designed to deal with infection. Well, what what is that cocktail? That cocktail is the same as an HIV drug. So it's, it's, it's HIV therapy, and the two drugs are nematrilivir and ritonovir. And those two drugs are working together. By the way, it's put out by Pfizer. It's already been FDA approved, and that's what they're issuing to people for a five-day course to get better. If you take these drugs on a regular basis, the cost is something like $5,000 a month. So essentially what's happening is people are sick. Pfizer is Pfizer is literally making the drug to keep people alive because their immune systems are broken or completely damaged. This gets them through for 5 days on a course. They start to feel better until they get sick again. And they've already got these fools brainwashed that they're going to take it each time. This is what you're going to get. This will help you get through the difficult threat of COVID. What it's really saying is it just wanted you to know you're totally screwed. Your immune system is shot. You now have Vades, which is vaccine-induced immune deficiency syndrome and instead of telling you the truth we're just going to give you this 5-day course of drugs hope you feel better which we know you will and of course you'll think you're better when you're really not and we look forward to seeing you at the next event that you get sick which will be very soon that's effectively what the message is and it's a it's a mess what, what we're dealing with here. This is the beginning of a greater problem, which is this whole mass of people who, whose immune system have been absolutely deeply damaged that are now connected permanently to the big pharma model and will ultimately have to face the reality that they're forever going to have to be on some sort of immune boosting drugs in order to survive. This is what happens when you trust big pharma, and it's absolute living mess. So there's a lot obviously in in this whole fear porn continuing. We have the monkeypox issue which if you haven't been paying attention two children got monkeypox, but they're very careful how they word it. Children two children were in proximity to gay men and touched them somehow when they had monkeypox. Let's be clear what's going on here. Those two men were pedophiles and those children that touched them were their victims. This is the, this is what we're looking at here. And they're being very careful and if you notice it's this monkeypox thing is has the whole gay community up in arms. I wish I just sit back and shake my head. There's unbelievable how people don't remember history. This is exactly how they ran HIV and it's happening again and they're going to take this damn vax. And while I don't condone the lifestyle, I don't want to see anybody suffer that miserable pain. And this vax they're giving them is what? Based on the polio vax, I believe, if that's not right, or the, one of the two. It, it's There's that or um, it may not be polio, but there is a, one of the vaxes that has been developed. It likely, they've already said that this is a human experiment. They don't even know. They're just taking the data to figure out how well it's going to work on people. We know how well it's going to work on people. It doesn't. And in the end, it's going to break their immune systems down further. It's going to promote greater immunodeficiencies. And if they didn't have AIDS or AIDS, they're going to get it at the end anyway. The more you take of this crap, the more that your body breaks down, the more dependent you are on the system, and the more you are lost into the bowels of the matrix and the machine. Just the way it is. Patriots, it's time to pray. Let's pray. Father, we come to you today just very humbled and very aware, but equally very concerned with the state of affairs is this narrative of fear and this constant narrative of churning the truth continues to have people locked in this state of insomnia and living nightmares that they're willing to accept. Father, today we pray, begin our prayers today with just the praying for shaking of their hearts, to shake their hearts, to open their eyes open their hearts to you and the love that you can bring and the love that only Christ can fill us with. So, Father, this is a a challenging time. We see it. We see it in our families. We see it it in our friends, the willful ignorance and unwillingness to hear the truth. And while we can reference scripture where you have told us, Father, that you may in various times and you may put a people in such a situation that have walked away from you that they can't discern the truth. It's nonetheless not easy to witness or endure. We may not agree with lifestyles. We may not agree with people, but the one thing we do not seek is vengeance on the many. We pray for their souls that they'll find truth through you. And we find that they'll find it within them to repent but equally we can't force him to drink. Our mission continues as we continue to pray and continue to lead people, but we also have to be very vigilant. Father, as you well know that there is an enemy, it is real and it seeks to destroy us. So we equally pray today for the strength of the warrior class. For those that have Christ in their heart to seek that strength in Christ, not the sellout image of Christ being somehow weak and peace at any cost, but rather the strength in morality and the strength in that walk with you, that walk that we're all trying to seek, where we're trying to find that stronger path to hold the line, to stay away from the divisiveness and the hate that is so pervasive, to stay away from the churning and, and creation of lies and deception, and rather walk in that line of truth. And it's a path, Father, that you know, is not easy. So we pray for the strength of those that walk it, to continue to walk in such a time as to continue never to bow, to continue to find the joy and love in all that you bring and in each and every moment that we endure and live. We pray that people will not try to seek to run away or keep praying for the end of things to come rather to embrace the glory of what is being given. You have given us and blessed us with eyes to see. And you've given and blessed us with ears to hear. And we've seen before us the transformation of what was dark has now come to light. There's no hiding this anymore. The question is, what are we going to do about it? So we equally pray for clarity of action. That As each of us walks, you can put upon our hearts that which you seek us to do very clearly that next step, and that as we press into this need, that the intentions will be made clear of what you desire of us. We have free will, and we're using it to trust in you. And as we trust deeper in you, this world gets a lot more fun. And so we also pray for those that haven't found it or those that are walking on the edge of it, to press in and find that joy that you're providing each and every day, each and every breath, each and every step. It's there, and it's a glorious discovery, a glorious time to be alive. And we pray that people can celebrate all this being offered. Difficult as it is, this is a time of great transformation and you're offering us such an amazing path ahead to walk with you, to walk deeply in Christ, to follow that line, which is not the repeat of the same old, but rather a forging of a new path of exodus. Father, we just ask that you'll continue to bless us on that journey. Guide us in each step. Fill us with the love that only you can fill. Our enemy is Built on a supply chain of hatred, supply chain of divisiveness, a supply chain of anxiety, of fear. And so we also pray today for our ability to intersect those supply chains, disrupt them, and to instead link them to that flow of love and that flow of joy that comes from an intimate and deep relationship with Jesus and to you, Father. There's no greater loss for the enemy than to watch their puppets break free from the strings and binds that are therein and to walk and seek freedom through you. So may that inspire all of us, Father, as we seek our mission deeper in this time to continue to seek to bring the many over in this glorious path, this beautiful path of life guide us and protect us. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. This is truly important to grasp, I think. We, we get wrapped up in a lot of the frustrations. And rightfully so. I mean, we've got a lot of stupid going on out here. And I've had to deal with some of it, even in my extended family, just to watch it. The nonsense is incredible you know, f- fully vaxxed, boosted. Oh, I got COVID, but I feel better because they tell me now that I had it, it'll be easier next time. It's like, huh? Why did you get vaxxed and boosted? Well, that's what they told us in the beginning. That it was just going to help a little bit. It, they, they've changed the story. They're changing the narratives. They're accepting this new drug now. And they're not paying any attention. It's It's stunning to me how people can be so accepting Of fear. But that's how the left operates. It's a cult. And part of that is there is a key piece to all of this, which is cognitive dissonance. And cognitive dissonance not only separates from reality, but then it builds this fortress around it mentally. And the mind will fight to maintain it because if it breaks down, the entire structure of how you see the world breaks down so this is where identity politics and this subclass of division the lgbtq thousand letter alphabet all of this microaggression all this garbage of subclass division identities all these things become important because once you identify as something you cease to become fully what god wants it's all by design If I proclaim that all I am is a podcaster, that's as far as I'm going to go, if I truly build into that. But if I accept that God has me on a path and has me in places to maximize and do as good as I can, then podcasting is just one of many things that I can excel at and do great at as God calls. If you notice what happens on the liberal side, they get attached and fixated on an identity. So you're a cis or you're a, I don't know, I can't even do all the stuff they do. You're a a queer dog identifying leopard. I don't know. I mean, whatever they do, but they they get identified and the identity is huge because once they identify as that, it becomes their prison. And that's by design. That's all Luciferian politics right there. It's good, right? I mean, when you want to see a good example of how to destroy a soul and keep it, that's it. Because they don't have to give them change. They do it to them themselves. Our greatest challenge overall in all of this is going to continually be to find ways to reach out to these people. And the biggest way we can do that is for us to just live in the joy of God and to live healthy. You know, Dr. Eric Nepudi said something about a year ago, and it's spot on what he said, and that's why I'm going to repeat it, is that there will come a point in the near future when our immune systems will appear superhuman to those that took the vax. We're already there. And so we don't need to flaunt it, but we need to live free and absolutely under no conditions acquiesce to their demands or expectations that we're going to wear a mask or take a shot or whatever that is or social distance. That's their problem. And unfortunately their problem is going to be a big problem because they're the ones that are going to have to implement those things in order to stay alive. That's where prayer comes from. And we can hopefully, if you, if you could imagine somebody that is finally come to, we're seeing more of them, they come to the realization that they've been deeply compromised. Can you imagine them coming to the realization as well that they've been healed by prayer? It can happen. And this is a an important point where we need to lean into prayer and praying for our enemies, literally. I don't know that I would call them enemies other than probably call them retarded or idiots. That might be a better term. Stupid, but not so much enemies. That's, they are going to hate us not because we're evil, but because we're happy. And if you've ever been around somebody who's just angry at the world They literally don't want joy around them because if you're happy and they're angry, then their anger doesn't work. I mean, just like laughter. You, you, you know how this goes. You could be all cranked up and pissed off about something and somebody who cares about you, loves you. Maybe even somebody you don't even know just starts laughing and pretty soon if, if you're a normal person and you're not one of those that are identifying as a cat or whatever that is, but I was saying if you're a normal person and you start being around somebody that's laughing, that laughter is addictive and you start laughing and you, and you find yourself healed internally from that anger. Sometimes it's harder to let go of certain things than others, but the more that we're exposed to the joy of things, the more we can start to laugh a bit at ourselves. Laughing at ourselves is a good thing because it allows us to be honest to open our hearts and also acknowledge that sometimes we're just dumb and stupid and sometimes we're just foolish. And it's fun to laugh at sometimes rather than get upset. You can throw something across the room if you get mad and break a window or bash an expensive piece of equipment or you can just shake your head and laugh and go, that was dumb. But if we're also, if we're upset and we start laughing, pretty soon that anger just dissipates. Laughter is powerfully healing. So don't take life too seriously, seriously, <laughs> seriously. Don't take life too seriously. How's that? You know, I, I, I was just up at the property because I was, like I said, I was doing some filming, and I'm still trying to figure out these are Angus cows I have up there. They're black. So in my world, when you are covered in black, it's hot, and they have a whole tree line that they can go hang out in. And every time I'm up there, they're laying out in this one flat pile of earth that they like to just lay in and just soak up that heat and bake. And I'm like, man, you you guys, I don't get that. But I'm sitting out here. I'm I'm like fair skinned. You know, I'm this kind of Irish, Scottish. More, I'm Scottish. I'm Scottish descent. So I'm, among other things, I'm a mix. I kind of got this red blonde hair, fair skin. I get in the sun. I'm like, I'm in the sun for like two minutes and I look like I'm going to burn like a French fry. My face turns red. My arms turn red. I don't tan. That's just, there's, that doesn't happen in my, in my bloodline. And I look at the cows and I'm like, what is wrong with you? And they're, they're happy. They're like chomping away. There's 16 stomachs processing all their cud, whatever. I think it's three actually. But, it, you know, what, why did I get on that? It's the point. Life is pretty simple. And this is why when we get back to looking at the natural order of things rather than the man-made order of things, life is pretty simple. We sure do make things complicated, though. Oh, my goodness. If there is a way to completely screw something up, here's what I'm convinced. You could have the most perfect structure in the world. And you bring in a team of human beings and you're going to be like, okay, what are you going to do? And you give them an hour in this culture today and they will have that sucker turned into a Rubik's cube and it will be completely messed up. All in the name of saving the world, the environment, and making a difference. We need to get back to basics. Go back to go forward. Simple life. Simpler life more value-based. Remember, politics is the symptom. The broken political system is the symptom. The disease is the bankruptcy of morality. And so all this stuff about voting and whatever is not going to fix the moral bankruptcy that our country faces. You can replace every single person in D.C. No problem. The problem is that until you get people back on a foundation with faith deep in their heart, God back on the throne in their view of the world and living a moral life. And by the way, just because you come out of the church doesn't mean that's a good thing. All we have to do is look at a number of pastors that are closet gays or pastors that have been dealing with abhorrent things like diddling kids. Churches are not what I'm talking about. I think we know that. We're talking about a relationship with God. Deep, intimate, and personal. And when we get that moral foundation back in this nation, then we're talking about a great reset in a good way. But until then, we're just playing shuffleboard, man. And it's like, oh, I got somebody with a red hat. I got somebody with a blue hat. I got somebody with a green hat. I got somebody with a brown hat. I, You know, it's just back and forth. It's hand puppeting. Our nation needs a moral reset. And the only way it's going to get there is when we as those following God live that beauty of the Lord each and every day in our life, in the world, in such a powerful way that it becomes the most addictive and powerful thing to be near and people seek it out and through it discover for themselves the glory of a relationship with Jesus. That can happen. It actually is happening. We just have to trust and believe. Patriots, I hope you have a very blessed day. I will see you this evening for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He will never forsake us. Just keep your prayers up for the strength in this remnant. We need a lot of strength going forward. It's going to get a little crazy. And in the end, God will always win. But we're here in this time in this place for just such a time as this. We're at war, so walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. Patriots, again, see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now.
1: We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing